This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hello beautiful, welcome to Your Time to Shine, all things self-love, the show that brings you real conversations around self-love. My name is Celine from My Dawning Light and I am here to show you how you can love yourself right now no matter what's going on in your life and spoiler alert, it's so much easier than you think. Okay, you ready? Let's get right to it. Well, hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. I am Celine and I'm so happy that you're here. So welcome, welcome to today's episode. So I wasn't going to do it. It's actually um, 10 to 7 p.m. as I'm recording this episode and I thought I'm just going to watch my show and do some embroidery. And then I thought about something that somebody said to me the other day and I thought, yeah, we need to talk about this. So anyway, welcome. If you're listening to this on the radio, I hope that you're having a wonderful Monday morning and that everything is going smoothly for you. Probably not. It's Monday morning. And um, if you're listening to this um, on the podcast, on the internet, well, yeah, I hope that you're doing well, that you're feeling good in your body and in your mind and in your heart today. So um, I've got a couple of things that I want to talk to you about, but I don't know if I'll be able to squish both topics into one episode so we'll just talk about uh one thing (laughs) one thing at a time (laughs) um so um Richard my delightful husband said something to me the other day he said to me we were talking about um all the things that I did in my dawning light which was my self-love business that I had for six years five years something like that and so you know during that time well I mean it was a crazy time of you know doing live streams and interviews and obviously having a radio show and organizing courses and workshops and going to expos and doing talks around uh, you know the region and um, you know talking to strangers on the internet and telling them that I knew everything about self-love and that they should listen to me and you know doing photo shoots and you know selling um, something that I thought was important which was self-love and you know selling courses and mentoring people and coaching them into believing in themselves more right so that's what I did for five six years six seven years I don't know some random amount of time and we were, and Richard was talking to me about, um, I was telling him how that I felt a lot of regret and sadness and heartbreak around the business. And, and I felt a lot of tension when I thought about, you know, the fact that I had a business anyway, whatever. And then Richard said, but Celine, but you were so brave and you did so much crazy things. And I looked at him and I realized that this is not the first time that somebody had told me that I was brave. Um, And I want to talk to you about that and I want to talk to you about why he said that I was brave and why I feel that I haven't been brave at all, but why instead I feel that um, I was just sort of loving myself and being who I was and that wasn't an act of, you know, being courageous and being brave and stepping out of my comfort zone as we're all so fond of saying, you know, we need to step out of our comfort zone and, you know, be the best that we can be and whatever. It was just a case of me being who I was. So um, perhaps let's take a step back and, um, you know, Richard saying that to me made me think about all the times in my life when somebody said, um, said that same t- sentence to me and 
I mean, I have done some crazy stuff in my very short life. Um, I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I, I went to work on a boat. <laughs> it was a ship. <laughs> I did that. I went to work on a ship um, in the Philippines, of all places, for three months. Uh, what else did I do? I was a scout leader. That was very fun. Um, uh, what else did I do? That was crazy. I decided very randomly, but purposefully, that I was going to go on a university exchange program to Australia. I am French originally, so that was a big step. Um, I finished high school at the age of 16. And this is not in the chronological timeline, by the way, if you're trying to keep up. Um, but I finished high school at the age of 16 and uh, very promptly decided to <laughs> go as far away from my family and my hometown <laughs> as I possibly could. And so I ended up being pretty much, um, you know, independent, except for financially. My parents were supporting me, which was really cool. Um, but I was, you know, living on my own without um, any parental input, I suppose, at the very young age of 16. Um you know, I got married in New Zealand and I emigrated in New Zealand when I was 24, 26 maybe. Um, I got married to a New Zealander that is um, eight, nine years older than me. I um, I also did house sitting full time for five years. So for five years, my husband and I just hopped from house to house looking after people's animals and property. And that's all we did. We just sort of lived by faith and somehow it always worked out that... On the day a house had finished, um, another one would um, begin again so that we were never really without a roof. Well, it worked most of the time, to be honest. Let's say 90% of the time. And, um, you know, that's that's what my life has been like since I started to step on this journey of loving myself. So all of these things might seem crazy. And if you're even crazier than me, they might be like, whatever. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, to, I guess that all of these things can seem crazy and like, I, you know, I'm very brave and courageous, but even when I did not believe in myself, even when I was so shy and did not really know who I was and was always very silent and did not have boundaries and blah, 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 even when even back when I didn't love myself at all, I still went for the things that I wanted. And it was not an act of courage. Um, I was, of course, terrified um, in all these things. But it, there was a deeper sense that um, I was meant to do all of these things. I was meant to go to Australia. I was meant to go to the Philippines. And um, and I got you know kicked in the butt massively because I thought I'm going to convert the masses. I was Christian at the time and I thought I'm going to be... <laughs> missionary and I'm, I'm going to convert the masses and everybody's going to listen to my great wisdom and I ended up being kicked in the butt metaphorically so hard it was amazing I actually learned that um yeah the biggest change that you can make is the change that you make within yourself you know we all think that you know we want to change others and we want to make others lives better and you know so often people who do these outreach programs in faraway places are so misguided that's what I think anyway. That's who I was anyway. And we actually, you know, in the process of doing that work for others, we realize that there is so much inside of ourselves that we need to change. And that is the bigger, the bigger work, the more important work, I suppose you could say. It's not really, yeah, 
you know, we, we think that we are so cool coming from the Western world, but, and, you know, that we are here to help the rest of the world, but actually, you know, the change needs to happen within yourself. And that's the lesson I'm learning again and again. Anyhow, that's what I learned um, 10 years ago. <laughs> um, you know, I just think that, well, it's actually really interesting how others perceive you. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about how you perceive yourself compared to how your mother perceives you, your father perceives you, your sibling uh, perceives you, your coworker perceives you, your um, you know boss at work perceives you, how your friend perceives you, um, how a random person in the supermarket perceives you. They all have a different version of you. They all think that you are this person with these adjectives and it's going to be a different perspective for each and every one of them. And so who is the real you, right? <laughs> is it the you that you think you are? Or is it the you that your boss thinks you are? Or the you that your mom thinks you are? <laughs> Probably none of these or a little bit of each of these, perhaps. Anyway, I've been thinking about that lately. And, you know, people think that I'm daring and a bit crazy and I have, you know, piercings and tattoos and hair and a crazy haircut and I, you know, live on the other side of the world and my family is still back home and, you know, I feel like, I just do these crazy things and but they're not crazy that's my point you know they're not crazy they're an expression of who I am and I think that that is the bigger lesson of self-love you know we all step into the work of self-love because you know we want to heal physically mentally emotionally spiritually and we want to have stronger boundaries and we want to build a business and we want to you know be a full-time super you know six-figure healers and whatever we want to you know, we want to be able to learn to say no, we want to be able to stand, um, you know, on our own two feet during an argument with, an, with our partner, for example, or we want to, you know, have the courage um, to go after what we want, or we want to have the faith that everything is going to be all right, and and we have all of these fears and all these traumas that we've experienced, and that's why we step into self-love, because we know that life cannot go on as it has been so far, and we just know that's you know, we have to stop being victims somehow. We have to stop blaming others for how we feel. We have to somehow find a way, <laughs> you know, going blindly in the dark. We have to find a way to live a healthier, happier lives. We have, a, we have to find a way to happiness because life just cannot go on as it has. You know, we, we just have to find a way. But, you know, the beauty about learning to love yourself is that it has hidden gifts I feel you know obviously you know feeling happy and being able to you know having the confidence to tell a joke in a group or in a, in a crowd or having the confidence to stand on the stage and you know tell your story that's powerful of course and that is sort of like the the more clear objectives or the like obvious objectives if you like so if you say okay I'm going to step into this journey of self-love or you might call it a journey of self-development or spiritual healing if you're extra fancy and you know you have all of these goals and ideas about who you want to be but then as you go and walk this path of self-love self-discovery spiritual fulfillment enlightenment whatever you know you step onto these beautiful gifts that were completely unexpected and for me um being courageous in a way is that you know that is the gift of self-love that is the um, that is one thing that has happened to me because I was able to find ways to love myself 
And I want you to think about the things that are true for you, even if you feel that you struggle with yourself, with who you are right now. So perhaps one thing that is true for you, deeply true for you, is that you're always at the right, um, in the right place at the right time. Or that you never get lost. Or that you always find the people that are right for you, that are going to support you. Or I don't know what else it could be for you. Or maybe you have an eye for beauty and nature. Maybe you see something in your inner eye and you're able to create it using your hands. For me, I think that it's, it's, it's been since the age of 16, which is when I left my parents' home and was able to make decisions for myself. For me, for me, I think it's been, and I'm sorry, I'm thinking out loud here, but I'm thinking out that I was really silent for a few seconds here. But for me, it's it's that, you know, my parents have made crappy decisions that have had a huge impact in for myself, for me and my childhood. And so when I was 16, I just subconsciously decided that it was time for me to make my decisions and to follow my path. And so there was never any thought in my brain that I was going to get to hide or I was going to stay in my comfort zone or I wasn't going to go after what I wanted. For me, there was a deeper decision that I had to go and explore who I was and and do what I had to do and follow the next step and follow the next step and follow the next step. And so when people say, oh, Celine, you're so brave, I think, well, I mean, I say out loud, thank you, because I don't know what else to say. But I also think, well, I was never brave. I was always terrified. I'm, I am <laughs> often terrified. I'm also, I'm often, you know, thinking like, oh my God, like I'm so out of my depth, but somehow I know it's going to work out. It was never about, and it's never been about um, stepping out of my comfort zone and being courageous and being brave and blah, 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 blah. It's always been about doing what I know I'm meant to do. So you might ask, well, how do you know what you're meant to do? And I say, well, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I have no idea. Most of the time I make crappy decisions and I'm like, oh, why did I do this for? <laughs> um, but I do believe that there is this sense inside of us that tells us, oh, take this way home instead of your usual way home because maybe there's a, there's been a crash on the highway or you know, or maybe you need to look at this beautiful tree in the evening light, you know. Um, there is this voice, right, that is guiding each and every one of us. And, you know, you can call it your inner voice or your intuition or your gut feeling, whatever. But it's it's deeper than that. It's your soul guiding you, perhaps, or it's, you know, your soul guiding you towards your divine timing or your purpose, whatever you want to call it. Those are all the same things to me, to be honest. Maybe they're not, <laughs> and I should know the difference, but I don't. But it's it's about following that energy inside of you that tells you what your next step is. And when we consciously think about what we want in our lives, we think, oh, I want the house on the hills. Oh, 
I want the romantic partner that is going to be the father of my children or whatever. I want the puppy and I want the chickens and I want the llamas and I want the alpacas and I want, you know, the beautiful house and I want a cleaner and I want somebody who's going to cook for me. I want a private chef five days a week. (laughs) Those are all things I want, by the way. But, you know, those are all of my conscious dreams, I suppose I could say. But my life has taken me so far in very, very crazy directions that I was never able to plan or schedule those things sort of just happened you know I sort of got a nudge to apply for a university exchange program in Australia and then I found my soulmates you know I never thought or consciously plan okay I'm going to manifest a trip to Australia fingers crossed and I'm going to meditate on this, and I'm going to manifest the money, and I'm going to manifest my soulmate there, and it's going to be amazing, and he's going to follow me, you know, to the other side of the world because of how amazing I am, and how in love he is with me. I never planned for any of these things to to happen, and still they happened. So why did they happen? Because I manifested them? Well, not really. I actively decided not to be in a relationship, and then my, my you know, Richard happened, you know, he, I met him and it was like, well, <laughs> this is it now. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. And I do think that so much of this manifesting work that we are doing is is really only, and hear me out, this is just my theory, but it's really only about controlling our lives because we don't like what we see and we're like, oh, I want to I want to change it and I want to make, I want to be a conscious creator, co-creator of my life. And what does that stuff even mean? Good stuff happens to you because it does, you know. Can't you remember, um, I don't know, your mother baking you, the, or your father, baking you the most amazing cake on your birthday and you're like, yeah, I consciously manifested that. No, it's because you are so deeply loved and amazing stuff happens to you because it does. Not because you've worked for it, not because you've cleared your limiting beliefs, not because you've prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for God to grant you mercy or whatever. It happens because it does. I want you to think about one time in your life, one time when something amazing happened and it just happened. You had no control over it. It happened because it did. Not because you wanted it. Not because you prayed for it. Not because you manifested it. Not because you journaled on it for three years, three, I don't know, three months, three days, whatever. Not because you meditated every day. Not because you did your yoga religiously. Not because you cleared all of your limiting beliefs. Not because you hired a self-love coach. But because it did. And why did it happen? because of who you are and that is the journey of self-love you guys it's about remembering who you are you know it's about remembering who you're meant to be and we all know this you know we don't need to do extensive work and I'm going to talk about this more in the next episode but we don't need to do you know um, 10 million hours of inner work on ourselves and clear our limiting beliefs and heal the traumas and love our inner child and I don't know do ecstatic dancing and you know countless self-love and yoga retreats and whatever we don't need to spend all of that time healing our shit sorry I swore on a public radio whoops but I do I do mean what I said 
you know, we don't need to do any of these things. We don't need to spend so much time healing our stuff and so much money and so much energy and feeling like we're getting nowhere. Because inside of you, you know, you know what? You know that everything is always meant to be easy. Always, always, always. This is a truth inside of you. Maybe it's hidden by a whole lot of crap right now, but you still know this. You know, so what other truths do you know? Even if you can't, if, if you, even if you don't believe in them consciously, what else do you know? You deserve love. You deserve respect. Um, you know, you deserve people to see you for who you are and love you for who you are. Um, again, that you're always in the right place at the right time. That God or Creator or love loves you unconditionally. That you are deeply, unconditionally, powerfully loved. That you are cherished. That you are precious. And I mean this in, in a nice way. Not that you're oh you're precious, but you are precious. You are an you are a precious being, right? What else do you know? What else do you know in 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 your heart of hearts, if you like? And you feel free to send me a message. I know that right now we can't have a one-on-one, uh, you know, instant conversation. But please feel free to send me a message and let me know what truths you know are true. No matter how, no matter if you believe in them consciously or not, what truths are true for you? And for me, perhaps it is that I'm always ready to take my next step. And I will not shy away from my next step because I want to live. I want to live my life. I want to live. And I want to live without regrets as well. That is one decision I made when I was the age of 16 and I haven't wavered from it. I want to live my life. I don't want to live on like, oh, it's just another day. I want to live my life. I want to be in my purpose. So what is true for you? I want you to uncover these truths and I want you to feel how true and and real these truths are for you. No matter no matter whether you know you have limiting beliefs or whatever, let's just stop talking about limiting beliefs for a minute. You know what is true for you. You know because you are a being of love that belongs in this universe. You belong, that's another truth. You belong, you belong, you belong, you belong. Of course you do. Of course you are loved. Of course you belong. Of course you are precious. Of course you are important. Of course you are heard. Of course you are respected. I would very much like you to send to um, make a list of of course I am. And then send it to me. That would be really good. All right. We've come to the end of this conversation. I hope that this was um, helpful to you. And um, I'm sending you so much love. And I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. Um, again, if you've got any suggestions of any topic that you'd like me to talk about, feel free to reach out and send me a message and I would love to hear from you. And I am sending you so, so, so much love. Bye. All right, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. Make sure to visit my gorgeous website, mydawninglight.com, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify and all the main podcast platform thingies so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you love what you heard in this show, do share it with a friend or with your cat, your dog. Give the show a rating on iTunes, whatever. Post about it in your Insta stories. And if you're ready to love yourself but have no idea where to start, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'd love to have a chat with you. And be sure to tune in again in a couple of weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, I'm sending you so, so, so much love and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye!
This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.